This is Wrestling for the Faith. Wrestling for the Faith. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Wrestling for the Faith. I'm Casey, and I have a special guest with me today, uh, my old pal, the coach, Brandon Myers. Coach, you're back. How you doing? Hey, what's going on? Oh, not much, man. Not much. So <laughs> this week, uh, mine and Chad's schedules have been absolutely crazy and we couldn't ever get together and and uh, finally had some free time and said hey we'll just have the coach on this week we'll chit chat we've got a lot of a lot of cool stuff going on with the church and and with the youth program and everything uh recently so you know we've got stuff to talk about we could just talk about on the podcast and enjoy our time hey sounds good brother so for anyone who don't know uh brandon and his wife dena just came on board at christian outreach uh as our youth leaders youth pastors whatever we want to whatever terminology we want to use um now this ain't y'all's first rodeo uh you were youth pastors at chestnut worship center um where we all uh go and that's uh we that's where we first became co-youth pastors together my wife john and i and you and denna um at one point what what years was that was that 2017 18 2016 17 yeah, something 16 17 18 right around that yeah somewhere in there that was that was some good times and uh you know we were talking the other night at church about how we poured identity into those kids and we preached identity uh so much um yet none of us are where we are now and none of us were at that time where we are now uh with our understanding of our identity in christ so um i look forward to what uh, the lord is going to give you guys to pour into the young people of the church uh, yes, very excited. You know, actually, uh, when we first got into ministry, after we first got married, we were at a we were at a church. We did the children's ministry. Mm-hmm. It was up to like ages twelve, up to the teenage. We, we so we was doing the younger, you know, like from seven to twelve or something like that. We did that for a little while, and then really didn't have a clue what we was doing. So <laughs> it's become, <laughs> hey, we need somebody. Here you go. We're gonna put you in there. Yeah, but I really enjoyed the time. It was a good learning experience. And it definitely got us ready for when we started youth. We started doing youth at uh, Chestui. Yeah, but now it's. Uh, but now I truly know what identity means, mm-hmm. and I did then, but it really didn't hit me until probably the first of the year. You know? Yeah. So now, and what I preach identity, and that's what we'll preach because. We need to know who we are in Christ, who he says we are. Right. But we before we can do that, we didn't know they didn't know who Christ is, who Jesus yeah. is. Right? Absolutely. How much, he, how much he cares for us. Yes. So just a little so we've been in and out of this thing for uh twenty years, I guess. Right. And I really thought the Lord was done, but you know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> not down with us for just that season of our lives you know right uh, 
that's where my heart's always been, you know that. And no matter how try, how I try to get away from it, or thought I was trying to get away from it, working with the youth has always been our desire. Yeah, well, you guys have always been uh, really good in that area. And, uh, you know, I always – we've all, all – our families have always kind of paralleled, and we were so close-knit – I mean, it was almost to the point of of if Dana had a headache, Jonna had a headache. And, you know, if if you were battling something, I was battling something. <laughs> you know. And so it's uh it's amazing how after years have went by, and I mean we've remained close friends uh through it all, but after years have went by of the season of us youth pastoring together, um now uh, the Lord has set me over a church and the he's brought it full circle to where y'all are back with the youth and our families are back together working uh, together. And I, I just think it's amazing. And it's definitely a God thing. Um, yes. It's, it's absolutely something that he completely orchestrated that he had in the plans all along. And I just know that uh, awesome things are coming. Yes, we're looking, really looking forward to this go around. Because like I said, now that we really got a hold of this thing, our identity, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, when I was a youth, I wish I had somebody that was pouring into me. I wish I knew, I wish I gave my heart to Christ then as a youth instead of waiting until I was 24, you know. Right. But that's why I think my our hearts really with this generation right now says, man, they need to know you struggle. We, we, you know, we all struggle. But they need to know who they are mm-hmm. and who Christ, and Christ loves them. And so, man, I, I guess that's why our heart's really there because we wish we had somebody to, you know, we were out doing teenage stuff, you know, if we didn't go to church, I didn't go to church as a teenager. I didn't have no desire for any of that. And I guess just to try to help them, you know, realize who they are and what God, and God has a plan for them. Right. Yeah, that's, it's so important. Like you said, these days uh, for these kids, I know they don't like being called kids, uh, but young young men and young ladies uh, to understand their identity in Christ because obviously, as we see, this world uh, has uh, – just to put it bluntly, the goal is, is mass confusion. Yeah. Um, you know, they want to confuse this whole world, this whole country. They want to – confuse everybody about their identity, about their gender, about their, uh, you know, their sexuality. They want everybody confused because if everybody is confused and they don't know right from wrong, then they can easily be persuaded. Oh, well, this is right. And this is wrong or this is wrong. And this is right. And so, you know, it's obvious to me that it's a, it's a satanic ploy from the beginning to try to confuse the masses. And we're seeing it, especially in this, um, 
in the school age and college age, uh, people who are, uh, you know, the, the student age, um, who are just being indoctrinated by schools and different, you know, their friends and, and professors and teachers and just different things. They're being indoctrinated in, in, you know, they're not having the stuff that we focused on. You know, there's a lot more social social justice stuff and a lot more um, political jargon in the in the schools these days that are that are taught. And, you know, it's kind of a indoctrination or, or brainwashing uh, on so many levels that and really to look at it on the surface with a lot of these things, you know, you don't even really realize it. Uh, but when you really dig deep into what's being taught, uh, you know, you're like, oh, wait a minute. I see what's going on here. And so it's very, very important to uh, to pour into this generation and, and these these student age uh, kids because uh, they're they're facing the war of uh, confusion at every turn right now. Yes, you know, I, I'm 44 years old, and when I was growing up, <clears throat> and maybe it was there, but I don't, it, maybe I just didn't see it, or I'm not more, I wasn't uh, seeing the world the way it is now, the confusion. But like you say, it's brainwashing. I mean, people don't know if they're male or female or this and that, I mean, it's crazy. And I just don't ever remember a time, but now being who Christ showed me I was, and now you see it, mm -hmm. see these young people, man. And young adults as we'll call it. It's just, yeah, man, they need the Lord, this world. I mean, they need the Lord. We need to get back to Jesus. Yeah. There, there's so much that, uh, they don't realize that they're missing. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. so many of these people, and I know many of them, I, I've mentored many of them, I've counseled many of them. Um, and I mean, I never had any gender confusion or sexuality confusion, but I mean, you know, there was times where I was confused about my identity. You know, I didn't, I didn't want to be at one time. I didn't want to be what uh, God said I was. I wanted to be, you know, my own, I wanted to live my own life, have my own superstar lifestyle and, and do my own thing and uh, didn't want to go God's way. But, you know, I've talked to so many of these and those who are in this position of, of confusion and they just, they don't, they're not anchored with their identity in Jesus. Um, a common thread with them is depression and anxiety. Yes. And it, it, it amazes me when you look at when you look at that, that is like two really common factors that most every single one of these who are confused and don't know their identity in Christ. They most all of them battle those uh, to a very strong degree. And it's the thing is, and, and I've told plenty of them. Listen, Jesus is the only thing, the only person who can fill the void in your heart. 
each and every one of us was born with a God-sized void. Yes. And we are meant to be worshipers and followers of Jesus. And until you surrender, you can run the other way. And, you know, you can go all of your life uh, rejecting God. Um, but there's going to be a part of you that is absolutely miserable because as Romans chapter one says, the creation shows us that there's a God. And so we are without excuse. So everyone, even if we claim to be atheist, even if we claim to not believe in God, we all have this void inside of us uh, that was meant for God. And, and until we fill that with him, uh, we'll be out searching to fill it with sex, drugs, uh, different identities, different genders, different sexualities, different pleasures of life and all this other stuff. Uh, so this age group, they really need to know who they are in Christ. Yes. You know, I just look back when I was a teenager and man, <coughs> I mean, I struggle with a lot of stuff, but to have it mainstream like it is right now. Yeah. I couldn't imagine, you know, this is before Facebook and all that stuff had, but now everything's just in your face, you know, the world's telling you, you can be this, you can be this way, you can live this lifestyle, or you can do this. But man, it just, it's really heartbreaking to see this. Yeah. And brother, that's just where, that's just where our hearts are. We just want to pour into a generation that won't bow down. That'll stand on the truth. That know who they are. <clears throat> and like you say, nothing else can fill that void that they're searching for. Man, we tried. We talk about it all the time. You tried, I tried. Only Jesus, he can fill that void. That's only he's the only one. He's everything you need him to be. Yes. He's everything you need. And so I just want to read, we read this all the time, Jeremiah 29. But it says, For I know the thoughts. That tells me he thinks about us. Yes. And he thinks about you. Thinks about you, thinks about me, thinks about <clears throat> people. Says the Lord, thoughts of peace and of not, a, not of, and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. So he tells me he's thinking about us. Everything he does is good for us. Let's mm-hmm. grow. Right? Yes. And so he's given us a future and a hope. He's our hope. And that's just awesome to think that God, the creator of this world, sent his son to die for us. He thinks about us, so he sent his son for us to pay for our sins, to give us a future and a hope. And man, if we could just, you have to believe that by faith, you know. So if you can just get a hold of that, even adults, man, they just get a hold of that, how good, the goodness of God. And we say it, taste and see. Yeah. yeah. That's all I have to say, because once you taste and see and know who you are, man, it's so freeing. Yeah, we still struggle. We still go through things. But that doesn't hold us down anymore like it used to, you know, right. and all that stuff. Identity crisis, who are we, who, you know, who we're not. That stuff doesn't hold us back anymore because we know who we are. Mm-hmm. Because of Jesus. Yeah. 
when there's when there's something that comes along, <clears throat> the difference in a believer and an unbeliever, or or what should be the difference in an unbeliever and a believer, is uh, you know even in the middle of storms, because like you said, even though we're followers of Jesus, that that don't mean that the storms of life stop. Uh, that don't mean that the enemy stops attacking. In fact, uh, when you're a true believer, oh, yeah. uh, you know, the enemy's he's coming at you even harder. Uh, when you were out in the world and you were living for him, he didn't care. Um, but when you truly get saved, you know, he's coming at you. I, I, I tell people, you know, I, I've heard, <laughs> you know, I've joked around about it, but it, it's kind of true. You know, heard people say, well, you know, uh, I don't ever have any problems. The enemy ain't ever after me. I don't ever have any. And I mean, we shouldn't walk around crying and moping and giving him credit all the time. Uh, but, you know, they're like, oh, I never have any problems. I never get attacked or anything like that. And I said, well, you know, if you'd get saved, you would. <laughs> but that's true. Yes. You know, we we just because we're followers of Jesus don't mean that the storms of life stop don't mean that we don't ever have any problems. The difference should be uh, in a, a believer and an unbeliever is the world, even when we're going through storms as believers, the world should be able to see a peace in us. Uh, they should be able to see a joy in us, even in situations that look like there should be absolutely no peace or situations that look like there should be absolutely no joy. Uh, they should see you know, a trust and a rest in Jesus, even when we lose jobs, even when we lose loved ones, even when uh, things ain't going our way, they should see a peace, a hope and a joy uh, rising up in us. And, and that's what, for the most part, people see. That's what sets is supposed to set believers apart from unbelievers, because it says that you know, he gives us a peace that surpasses all understanding. Yes, and, you know, these things, um, peace, patience, gentleness, self-control, all of these things, they are fruit of the spirit. And if the spirit uh, of the Lord is living inside of us, then we should have those fruit abiding in us and, and, and overflowing out of us, no matter what the situations are. Yes. I tell you that the peace of God that surpasses you can try to explain it to people. Hey man, you should be doing it. Man, how do you stay so peaceful and patient? You're the most patient person I know and all this that the things are going crazy at work or whatever, whatever it may be. Man, it's just the Holy spirit that lives in me. Yeah. That lives in us. I, I wish I had better words for it. You try to explain it to people, but until they find it for themselves, they just think, oh, he just, he's just that guy. That's just the way he's patient. He's peaceful, you know, all that stuff. That's not, that's from the Lord. Yeah. And you should have seen me back in the day. Yeah. And nobody, yeah, exactly. You know, we say it all the time, man. If ever thought I'd be doing this, preaching God's word, you'd be like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even talk. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know? uh, just so shy and all that. <laughs> But man, yeah, that's that, that's funny. Let's talk about that for just a second. Uh, since okay. you brought it up, you know, I I think we were friends for five years before you ever said the first word to me. Yeah, that's the I think that's the <laughs> running joke. I think, but yeah, it's true. We <laughs> we spoke you know, about you know 
just a few things. If somebody spoke to me, I talked to them, but I wasn't one to go out of my way and try to make conversation. I don't know why. I just was that way. Yeah. I didn't mean I didn't mean to be that way. I didn't mean to seem like I was better than anybody else or anything like that, but it, it came across that way to a lot of people. Right. And that's totally I mean, that wasn't even me then. It just I just wasn't. I guess the outgoing type or whatever they call it. But man, it was just, but yeah, well, I think we were friends for a long time for conversation. <laughs> yeah. You, you were, you were, you were really shy. Wasn't very talkative, but you know, I bring that up because a lot of people, you know, they say, Oh, well, you know, that's not my personality. They see the things that you do or the things that I do in, in being bold and outspoken about the, yeah. the word of God and, and about sharing Jesus. And they're like, Oh, you know, that's just not my personality. That's not, I bring that up because that wasn't your personality either. No, that wasn't no. my personality. You know, I, I was, I have always been kind of bold and outspoken, but about the wrong things. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, it wasn't about Jesus. It was about me being better than everybody and, and, you know, sharing all of my prideful, uh, garbage with everybody, how good I was and how good looking I was and, and how awesome of a wrestler I was and all this, blah, 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 blah. You know, and you, your personality was kind of, you know, standoff, not necessarily standoffish, but kind of back away. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you know? it's, hard to, it's hard to put into words. Yeah. Kind of shy or whatever, but yeah. The Lord has absolutely changed both of us since we surrendered to him. He completely radically changed both of us. And now we're both bold speakers of the word of God. We're not ashamed of the gospel. We're not afraid to talk. We're not afraid to tell people um, the truth. And, and we'll both talk about, especially this, you know, when it comes to, when it comes to biblical truth, or moral, cultural, anything that's got to do that goes back around to the Bible, you know, both of us are very outspoken on it. Yes. Uh, that's just who we are now. I mean, you once, once, once you taste and see and the Lord gets a hold of you, and, man, I really – I look back on how it was, I'm thinking, man, it just – Really? I mean, it's just come like complete transformation. You know, you were the, you were the bold, outspoken type, not the quiet type, but yeah, here we are. I mean, the Lord, only the Lord can bring, do that for families, bring people together like this. Right. From everywhere. Because we have the same spirit. Yes. You know, so yeah, it's, it's amazing, man, to see where the Lord has brought me from mm -hmm. just compared to 10 years ago, you know. Or whatever. <clears throat> well, I know, I know my kids are very, very excited um, <clears throat> about what's to come with the, the youth program. Um, you know, two of them were in our youth group before and, you know, they always really enjoyed it and were very involved. And, and now Cannon also gets to be involved. Um, so, you know, they're all, uh, really excited about what God's going to do. They're excited about uh, you guys 
stepping back into uh, your God designed role. Um, we're in another we're in another place in our lives and we're in another church. Um, but, you know, we all have callings that God has placed on our lives. And, you know, our callings may change with different territories, uh, but the the gifts of God are without repentance. And so, you know, it's like some people say, well, you know, I, I used to be a youth pastor and then I graduated from that and become a, a, a senior pastor. Well, you might be a senior pastor right now. And then 10 years from now, he might say, hey, uh, I've got this youth pastoring assignment for you. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. so <clears throat> we we are we're all just being spirit led and uh and i'm just so happy about what's coming up um so this weekend we are in uh the christian outreach youth camp um it's going to be a great time and then we've got coming up august 12th through the 14th the Remnant Youth Retreat, which is going to be at Camp Agape in Benton, Tennessee. Um, man, that's another blessing uh, how this has all come about. Uh, you know, me and Chad went to man camp and, and really felt a stirring for that. And then we come back and the outpouring of support. And then, you know, we started looking for uh, people close to us to bring on board, uh, you know, to help out. And so you and Denna and then Jason Justice and Chad and his family, me and my family, you know, and, and we've got a couple of others who are going to help serve in this. And and uh, we're just going to we're just going to let the Lord lead. But I believe, you know, we've got we've got kids and youth coming from uh I know we've got some coming from Mississippi. Uh, we've got some coming from, uh, I think, North and South Carolina. We've got some coming from Georgia. You know, so uh, this is this is going to be uh, an amazing time, I do believe. And it's something that we've spent a lot of time, you know, really praying into. And uh, I'm looking forward to what he's going to do in this. And, and Lord knows uh, how many more we've got to come in the future. I'm looking very forward to both of these camps coming up. Uh, man, just just praying for this generation, man. Just just want to pour into them their identity and who they are. Yes. No matter what the world says, they need to know who they are. Mm -hmm. There's man, a I'm really excited about this. I mean, I'm like, I just can't wait, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think about the the spirit just begins to to pour into us, and as we get closer, and just man, very exciting, very exciting. Yeah, yeah, we've got we've got several uh, coming in, and we've we've still got. Uh, I believe we have a couple of spots left for the remnant retreat, um, so that's going to be. Uh, a great time. So if you would like to have your child uh, ages 12 to 18, sign up for that. Email us wrestling for the faith at gmail.com. Uh, that's coming up just right around the corner. 
so if you would like your child, like I said, we've still got a couple of spots that we're, uh, we've got open. We had a certain number that we was kind of thinking. And, uh, you know, then we kind of got to the place where we was like, well, we're going to aim at this number, but we also don't want to, uh, we don't want to reject anybody, you know, anybody who, anybody who, who would like to come, we would love to be able to come and to pour into them. So, uh, we do have a couple of spots that uh, are still available for the remnant youth retreat at Camp Agape in Benton, Tennessee. So you can email us uh, to sign your child up and we'll get all the information to you there. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it and I believe it's going to be a good time. And I believe that the Lord uh, has some great things in store uh, for our families and our uh, Christian outreach family. Uh, coming up and I'm just looking forward to what he's going to do. I I truly believe that uh, we are, the Lord's raising up a remnant to be those uh, book of Acts disciples who, when we walk into a place, people have it in their mind or they start saying, Hey, those who have turned the world upside down, they've come here too." Definitely. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to tonight, man. so if you need a, a youth group to come visit, come see us, Christian Outreach. Uh, just excited, man. Ready yeah. to pour into them as God has poured into me the last six, seven months. I finally got it, man. It took me this long, but yeah. <laughs> I joke about it, but it, just to really understand it more now. Yes. You know, uh, so, yeah, man, I'm looking forward. I mean, I'm just excited. Looking forward to it. See yeah. what God has planned for us. And so let me go ahead and throw these service times out there. Our regular services. Now we we have some revival services that pop up, like we did this last weekend. We had Friday, Saturday, and Sunday revival, um, and and we'll be doing those from time to time. But our regular weekly services are Sunday at six p.m. and Wednesday at seven p.m. and um, Right now, the youth services are going to be every other Wednesday. Uh, so, um, teenage, youth age, student age, uh, feel free to come out. We'd love to have you. And, uh, you know, Brandon and Dana would love to pour into you. Also, on those nights, we have, uh, you know, regular service in the main sanctuary. So, uh, everyone is welcome to come out. The address is 205 Rabbit Valley Road, Cleveland, Tennessee. We would love to have you. If you don't have a home church, uh, feel free to come and join us. Uh, you got anything else before we wrap up, brother? No, nah, man. I think uh, it's just an honor to be on here with you again. Uh, just like old times, brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I try to fill Chad's shoes, but that's a big shoe to fill. <laughs> Shout out to Chad out there. But I'll tell you what, man, I, I'm looking at you, and I don't know them guns you got. I don't know, right I, I, I'm, I'm kind of feeling like I'm looking at Chad. I don't know. Maybe he's the – Nah, he's way better looking than I am, brother. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, man. All right, everybody. We thank you so much for joining us. If you have any questions, thoughts, Comments, prayer requests, prayer we request or praise reports. Yes. Feel free to email us at wrestlingforthefaith at gmail.com. 
Come see us at Christian Outreach in Cleveland, Tennessee. We love you. God bless you and have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to Wrestling for the Faith. Don't forget to follow Casey Cage on Twitter at Real Casey Cage. Follow Chad Lale on Twitter at CWLale underscore Gunner. And follow the show at Facebook.com slash Wrestling for the Faith. 